Hi, sweetheart. Finally, we're back at it. Oh, my God. Welcome back to Chicks Talking Pish, everybody. Welcome, welcome. Jess decided to get a job, so blame the episodes being late on her. Blame it all on me. Uh, I'm currently walking through a park with one, two, three, four, five, six, seven books and a special <laughs> because I have to do my rewrites. Um, yeah, it's been fun. It's been a whole thing. So. Okay, so what actually is your schedule? Because I have no clue. Every day I text Jazz and I'm like, what's up? Do you want to do the podcast today? She's like, yeah, yeah, when I get off work. I'm like, bitch, you work every fucking day of my life. I work every day of my fucking life too, Nicole. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, I work every day. Um, I work normally five to finish. So five for me is like noon for you. Yeah. If you could wake up earlier in the morning, I think we'd be a little bit more on track, but it does not appear like that's uh, very conducive to what we're trying to do. Okay. Well, I'm currently trying to find a little spot in the park here where I can sit down, eat my croissant, and talk to you lovely fucks. Oh, that's so, so sweet. Thank you so much for I, making time for us today, Jess. <laughs> okay. The condescension is for me. I'm just kidding. I'm just uh, kidding. No, it I honestly... We need to get our shit together. I need to start waking up earlier, and we need to start batch recording so our poor listeners don't have to be like, where's the fucking episode, you guns? I know. I feel so bad, but, like, at the same time, too, every time that we, like, try to do this, I don't know why, but it's just, like, something else happens, and I swear to God, I'm tired of stuff happening. I know. Like... (laughs) Oh, it's always something like always like, oh, I have this going on and this and this later on. And then there's this. And then it's just like, holy shit, fuck. Just leave us to it. Um, And I was telling people at work, I have to record a podcast. And they're like, record a podcast. I was like, it's actually funny. Yeah. Don't these guys come back a couple of days later? And they're just like, oh, my God, your podcast is so much fun. I really enjoyed it. I'm like, yeah. And he's like, okay, so if you ever like need some time, just let me know. Like, I can definitely like pick up a shit for you. Stop. Uh, the, the content's just so banging that everyone's like, where is it? Yeah. And they're like, why haven't you recorded a new episode? I was like, I've been here with you. Yeah. When <laughs> would you like me to do this? Exactly. Anyways. Um, so, Nick, what's new with you, kid? Oh, God. I am uh, currently at home right now. Tristan's in the office today. It's going to be a... Like stormy ass motherfucking day. Okay. And I am probably going to read a book. I love that for you. I know that's so. That's today, and then nothing really has been going on recently. I also am on the struggle bus when it comes to getting a job, like most people in the world right now. And I was supposed to. Like, I was maybe going to start a job today, but it was very... Okay, you know me. Could you ever picture me working in, like, an automotive part shop? (laughs) (laughs) No. Um, No. So, um, yeah, so I was... I had a job opportunity, but, like, 
we all know that I would last two seconds in a job like that. But I think it's best too not to put yourself in a position where like you know you're not going to be living for the job. See, that's the thing because I was like seriously debating it, like whether I was going to do it or not. And of course, like I was talking to Tristan, Tristan's mom, and everybody about it, and like. Why do we get so stressed out about these jobs that, like, are just going to be a drop in the bucket when you look back in 10 years from now? Exactly. Like, I am um, a job now. Love them to bits. And they're like, can you commit to six months with us? I'm like, you pay me minimum wage. I'm not committing to shit. Oh, my like, God. Did you just fall down the fucking stairs, mate? Are you okay? <laughs> no, that's called life with animals. Yeah, fair. They're crazy. Yeah, no, I um, um, I hate committing to a job when it's like, you give me absolutely no reason to stay. Like, uh, One of the biggest things that I feel like I've run into in my past jobs is that they always expect more from you, but they don't want to give you like more recognition or they don't want to give you more pay. And it's just like, you're making me do more. You're making me anxious. My life is fucking hell when I'm here. For what? For you to not, like, even recognize what I'm doing and I'm not even going to be paid adequately? Like, I just don't understand these fucking places. I know. And, like, I don't know. I like my job now and I like everybody I work with. But I keep on telling them, like, I'm not staying here forever. Mm -hmm. I just, like, I just got a law degree. Like, I'm not, I'm not, like, a lifer. Yeah. Yeah. And they're like, well, okay, but like, are you committed to this? And it's like, I'm I'm specifically telling you that I'm not like, see, but that's the best thing. Like if you're straight up and honest and you're like, Hey, I just need this job to get from like point A to point B. And they're like, sick, it's minimum wage. Obviously that's what we're expecting from it. But it's like so shitty when you get in somewhere and they're like paying you nothing and they expect you to stay forever. Oh, well, okay. I'll tell you this one. So I have a job interview in Copenhagen. Ooh, la la. I'm flying to Denmark. They're paying for me to fly. They're paying me a per diem. And I was telling somebody at work, I've got to go to Denmark. Well, can you make it between these weeks? And I was like, well, I'll do it whenever they ask me to because they're paying me to fly to Denmark. You know, even if I don't get the job, like I still get to go to Denmark and then they're paying me a per diem. So they're paying me for like all my food and drink and accommodation for like three days. I was like, I'm going to go. And they're like, well, you need to make sure that you leave like two weeks so you can get the time off. And I was like, yeah, I don't give, like, and I didn't say this, but I wanted to say, like, I don't give a fuck. Like, I'm just going to go. You think I I need your permission? Where I might get a job? Yeah. Oh, my God. Stop. You watched the episode. Okay, let's head dive into that. What were you thinking? Oh, my God. I, okay, first of all, everyone's like, mm, poor Courtney, poor Courtney, poor Courtney. No. And Tristan think Courtney is a cunt with a capital K. She's a baby. What drives me nuts, okay, is that she's like, oh, this family has no loyalty. It's about money. It's about blah, 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 blah. The only person who doesn't have any fucking loyalty is Courtney. Because if I was in her position and my sister was fucking the creator of a Dolce & Gabbana show, I would be like, yes, bitch, you fucking go. Like, get it, kill it. I would be supportive. I wouldn't be like, you stole my wedding. Also, is it the wedding that matters or the marriage? Like, figure that out. Yeah, honestly, that's true, too. I never even thought of that. Like, bitch, you're crying about 
looks that you wore in your wedding like it doesn't matter yeah at the end of the day it doesn't like you could have worn a fucking t-shirt to get married and it, it still wouldn't have mattered because you're, you're marrying the person that you're in love with like it just is so fucked up and then also on the other hand I think and I've said this so many times if people aren't supportive of you it's because deep fucking down in their soul they're jealous that they they're not able to achieve what you're able to achieve so I think she was so salty that Dolce and Cabana did her wedding and then they didn't want her to do their show. They wanted Kim instead. Well, I think it comes down to this too. Like there's somebody in my life that like always tells me like, I don't think it's very good for your mental health. And like, I don't think that you're ready. And I don't know, you know, look what this did to you last night. Like the pressure that you're putting on yourself. Like you need some time to like recover and all this stuff. And it's just like, you're patronizing me. If I want to work my ass off and do what I want to do, then just support me. But if you can't support me, then go fuck yourself. And, like, this whole thing, too, about, like, Courtney, this is, I think, like, the biggest dig is saying that she's like, well, aren't you going to, like, talk to your family? And she's like, this is my family talking about Travis and his kids. And I was like, that's messy. That's a messy thing to say. Oh, for sure. Because it's like she's discrediting everything that, like, her and her sisters have been through together and it's like that is just it's so fucked up and I honestly understand why Kim gets so fucking angry with Courtney because it's like she is just a cunt like and if things aren't going how she wants them to go mm-hmm. then you're fine I, I would say too when she's just like you take money over my feelings and oh. I just want to say that like yeah <laughs> yeah and it's not like like it's not selling somebody's feelings for money it's just saying like she had an opportunity and she's saying well nobody considered my feelings your feelings had nothing to do with it sweetheart get your feelings out of here sometimes people go on with these stupid feelings arguments and I think that they're so toxic like no I don't need to check with everybody in my life to see if something that I do is okay like I resonated with that so hard even just the timeline she's like "Mm, she could have waited it was only four like who fucking cares? They have nothing, like, in my opinion, Courtney's wedding and the Dolce & Gabbana show had nothing to do with each other. They were two separate fucking events. Who cares? And also, it was your wedding. Why was it a fashion show thing? Yes. Like, bitch. Also, did you see that Kim pulled her a seat and was like, I actually wore an outfit that Courtney wore to her wedding, like, fucking years before she did, so. Yeah. I was like, yes, Kim, you keep all the receipts, bitch. Like, at the same time, too, I just want to say, like, I maybe haven't always had the easiest relationship with members of my family. But whenever they do anything, I am quietly cheering them on, you know? Like, of course. Always be there to support. Always very happy. Never talking shit. You know, and it's just, it comes a time, too, where it's like, you had your moment with Dolce & Gabbana. Courtney like I'm talking about Courtney she had her moment with Dolce and Gabbana and then maybe they're trying to expand this could have strengthened if she was there to support it could have strengthened everything that happened at her wedding it could have strengthened all of their relationships together but she decided Mm -hmm. to make it about her and I've got somebody in my life who decides to make it all about them all the time too and every time it's just like you you realize that you're making this all look stupid yeah like you are the center of the conversation and saying like well I don't want people to think that Kim's thing is like my wedding Nobody would have thought that until you fucking mentioned it. Literally, like you are the one who are tying these two things together. And it's just, I don't know. It's so. I get like, don't step on somebody's toes, but at the same time, too, you shouldn't leave your toes so open to get stepped yeah. on. Like, yeah, yeah, for sure. And also, she's like, I'm just living my life. Like, I hate the drama. It's like, then stop causing it. Just be happy for your sister. 
Also, I am so sick and tired of them saying that. You get paid millions and millions and millions of dollars to have drama. So stop saying that you don't love the drama. It's literally your fucking livelihood. Oh, my God, I know. Could you imagine if there was no drama on the Kardashians? I wouldn't watch. Like, it would just be like watching them be millionaires with their, like... I don't know. The drama aspect is, like, for sure what draws people to it, I think. But I think the part that's getting me now is that they all keep on talking about how they don't want to be doing the show. And it's so intrusive and all this other stuff. Like, (laughs) Kendall saying that she took space from the family. uh, Kylie hardly going to events and hardly leaving her house. You know? And then, like, Kim saying that she wants to keep her dating life private. Chloe saying that she's going through enough and that, like, what happened with her in the media was too much. And Courtney saying she wants to focus on her family. Then go fucking do that! But don't be collecting millions of dollars and then telling us that it's an invasion of our or your fucking privacy because it's bullshit. And I don't, like, I, that's what pisses me off. And yet, I know we keep watching it because, honest to fuck, it's like crack to me, first of all. But it second, is crack. Because we talked about it. But it's nonsensical to me. And you know how insulted I was when they were saying that Kim passed the bar and Kim's a lawyer? She passed the baby bar. I passed the baby bar what two years ago now you did of course i passed my baby bar how the fuck do you think that i'm about to write my real bar oh i I graduated law school i thought she passed the actual bar no that's what i'm saying she finished her first year of law school do you know how many fucking people have done that i've seen people (laughs) so fucking stupid they can hardly pull their own pants up past the first year of law school stop and you know what's so good about that is that she failed the baby bar like twice (laughs) yeah that's what i'm saying and did I, like, was I making it? You want to be a lawyer. You're not a lawyer. Advertising yourself as, like, a provider of a service. Like, it's it's so disheartening to people like me. Because, like, I went through nine years of school. I, by the way, I, for all of the listeners, I got my grades. I got a first. I'm in, like, one of the higher thresholds of my grades. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We so so I'm, I just have one rewrite to do. And then, um... Even if I fail it, I still graduate with an A, so I did really well. And that's what's, like, so annoying to me is that she keeps on advertising herself as, like, somebody who's, like, going through the shits and everything. No, you're fucking not. Just know you're fucking not. I know. You can't bullshit a bullshitter, you know? Did you see that uh, Travis and Courtney are having a boy? (sighs) I don't care. I know, she's so old. I'm happy for them too, but they're living in an echo chamber, and that's the part that gets me. Ugh, I know, it's crazy. In other celebrity news... Ooh, what else we got? Okay, so you know the singer BB Rexa? Yeah. Oh yeah, she got hit in the face. With a fucking cell phone! And she had to get stabbed. No shit, she got domed in the head with a phone. I was like, oh my god, poor gal. Like, that's just horrendous. But I guess the person got arrested, so that's good. Well, it is assault. And, like, I'd have to say that, like, when you go to a show, like, I was at a concert recently, and, like, the people throwing phones and shit on stage, like, that must be scary for the performers, because, like, there's security and stuff to make sure that people don't go up on stage, but, like, throwing stuff like that is so spooky. Yeah, and who the fuck throws their phone? Like, I'm so fucking poor, I can't afford to throw my phone. (laughs) <laughs> I couldn't possibly throw my phone if I wanted to. Like, <laughs> No, but also it's my lifeline. So I'm like, who is so unhinged? I just want to know, like, like, where do you get off? For real. Throwing your phone at a... Like, even if you don't like the performer, like, don't fucking assault them. 
He was saying that he's like one of his her biggest fans and stuff. I don't oh care. God. How is how? How? Explain that to me. That is so fucked up. How is she your biggest fan, but you're willing to literally injure her? Oh, and also like performers to have them lit up in the crowd, not like they've got flashing lights in their face. Like oh yeah, they them, but they can hardly see you. Yeah, yeah. They can't but see you. But know you. what? Like I was dating somebody a while back and I said, Hey, can you toss me that can of Coke? And he overhand threw it. I wasn't expecting it. And it hit me straight in the eye. I got a black eye. I was pissed. He threw a can at you? Mm-hmm. Okay, first of all, men are just... Like, when we you say up. toss it, underhand that shit. You don't fucking whip it like a baseball. Also, I also think that that just means, can you pass me a coat? Yeah, like, don't, who, who throws pop, first of all? Who throws a can at somebody's head? Oh my god. We're fine now, but like, geez, was I ever mad about that? I had a black eye for a while. Oh my god. <laughs> it was so awkward because everybody was asking me if everything was okay at home. I'm like, yeah, and it's just my stupid. And people are like, oh my god, he hit you? And I'm like, no, yeah. he's just stupid. <laughs> oh my god, he like, hit you? Yeah, he's just <laughs> fundamentally stupid. Um, oh my lord. I think he learned his lesson, to be fair. But. And I do have some, like, life news. What's your life news? Okay, so I finished law school. I did phenom. But now there's a grading strike. So they're not marking. So they're not marking one of my components. So then the school was like, instead of an LLB, like a law degree, you're going to get a Bachelor of Arts. And I said, I didn't sign up for a fucking Bachelor of Arts. I signed up for a law degree. Now everything's being held in limbo. Such a pain. What the fuck? Yeah. But such is life. So I do have a funny story for you, though. Fuck all the law school stuff. Fuck all the stress. I have the funniest fucking story for you. Hit me. Paris came and picked me up the one day because, I don't know, we were going to, like, go into town, grab something to eat, yada, yada. Anyways, we go into town. We park his car in, like, a parking garage thing or a parking lot thing. Go into town, come back to his car, and there's a guy laying akimbo right outside of his driver's door. I don't know if you know what akimbo means. It just means, like... Looking like he collapsed. So then I so then I'm like, Pierce, what is happening? And he's like, guy looks like he's fainted. I was like, Yeah, like I hope he's okay. So I kicked him with my shoe to see if he was responsive, not responsive. <laughs> so I'm like I'm like, what the fuck? So I wait, 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 boot. wait, back up. Back up. Okay. So you you came you were with somewhere with Pierce, you came out to go t- to get into his car to leave and you found a random person. Yes. Laying like he passed out near his car. Uh, not just near his car, like right outside of his driver's door. I'm gonna send oh. you a picture so you can put it on the pod. So he's just laying there, face down on the pavement. Oh my! God. So then I know. So the Pearson are like, "What the fuck?" So we call. I called an ambulance because I was like, "If I hear in the news that some guy died in this parking lot, I'm gonna be really upset." So. I call the ambulance. I'm on the phone with the ambulance. The ambulance guy is like, can you tell me his breathing? Like, do you know who he is? Can you check if he's responsive, et cetera, et cetera. So for like 10 minutes, I'm on the phone with them. I'm checking if this guy's responsive. His breathing was shallow. He was hardly breathing. Oh. I said, you need to get an ambulance down here right away. I'm on the phone with the ambulance guy. He's like, okay, we got people on their way. Like, can you roll him over and see if his breathing's okay? I look over. This guy was on his feet <laughs> running towards Pearson. <laughs> And I'm like, what the fuck? And I just stood there and I was like frozen. And then he looks at me, this guy who's passed out, goes, 
hey, go fuck yourself. And then oh. runs away. Oh my god. So wow. This guy's like, what's happening? I was like, uh, well, he's up and he told me to go fuck myself. And now he's running down the street. <laughs> so I gave the cop a description or the operator a description of this person. And uh, he's like, we just want to keep an eye on him in case, whatever. <laughs> I look back over at the guy to get a description of him and he's sticking me the finger waiting to cross the street. <laughs> and then Pierce and I look at each other like what the fuck just happened oh my god and then Did on you... the phone with the ambulance driver I was like okay well I guess that's that okay and I'm like okay talk to you soon <laughs> like, what the... Did, you get... Did you ever get like a follow up no oh my he god he up told me to go fuck myself and then ran away I swear to God, the Irish are a different breed. Dude, he was damn near dead. <laughs> They're seriously a different breed. I can't. I was a bit shook. Like, I was just standing there like, what the fuck just happened? Okay, that's something I hope never fucking happens to me. I never want to come across somebody who's, like, fainted or, God forbid, dead. I'd be scarred for goddamn life. I'm still scarred from hitting that fucking turkey. Okay, the turkey is dead, and it was eaten, so... Okay, yeah. Circle of life. R.I.P. 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 to the real homies. Yeah, um, seriously. Yeah, no, I don't know what to make of that whole story. And I swear, when stuff happens, nobody bothers me. But then Pierce is always there to see it. And he's like, that's exactly how it happened. I've, I've cried to Pierce so many times where I'm like, you've been there for this stupid stuff. And, like, it happens to me, actually, but nobody believes me because there's a disproportionate amount of stupid shit that happens to me. Oh, my God. That is crazy. Yeah. Oh, do you want to hear the craziest thing that was caught on video? Video? Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know how I stumbled across this. Okay, so in the town that I live in, I'm just going to give a little description for the listeners. But, you know, Jazz, you know the Bayfield exit? Yep. Okay. There's an exit on the highway that you take. When you get off to come to my house and there has been recently a lot of homeless people who have been like panhandling and, you know, just trying to make a fucking living to eat. I don't I don't judge. But there was this guy. I found a video. He's like called himself a anti-protester or something. And he was walking on the on ramp telling people not to like give these poor homeless people money and he was holding a sign and it said, don't encourage bad behavior. Oh my God, it was horrendous. Anyways, at the end of the video, oh my God, I laughed so goddamn hard. So like there's this one um, chick that he's like really close to and she, he's making her feel uncomfortable. And so she goes back to the top of um, the on-ramp and starts calling for help. Well, don't you know, a fuck ton of other homeless people come surround this guy, fucking steal his sign. <laughs> and they run away with his fucking sign and they're like, fuck you. And then there's this other video he posted later. It was like a follow-up. <laughs> and and the guy, I think it's like one of the same guys, he walks right fucking up to him again, steals the sign again. He's like, fuck you. <laughs> oh my God. And I fucking died. I was like, don't fuck with the fucking homeless. Don't fuck with the home. Well, isn't Barry fucking with the homeless anyway? Okay, so there was, um, it was a bill that they wanted to pass. And it was the most- did pass it, I thought. 
Mm-mm. No, 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 they didn't because it would have been really bad, I think, if they did. Um, so basically, it's disgusting, and I've never heard of this in my entire life, but the homeless population in my city has been getting worse and worse and worse, and instead of providing resources for these people to help them get better, they were proposing a bill that said... Anybody who was found helping homeless or giving them money or giving them food um, was potentially going to face a fine of like $10,000. So they were like basically saying you can't help the homeless. And if you do, we're going to fucking fine you a fuck ton. There was major protests about it um, because obviously that's the most inhumane thing I've ever heard. And um, I don't think it was passed i think it was shot down like it was just the the proposal right but how fucked up man regardless that's super fucked up that's well like i don't even understand how they think they can get away with that i i don't know and like i don't know there's been a ton of stuff like believe what you will but like i think clean needle sites are important i think all these other services that they're doing is important like to shut down homeless services is beyond me like I've never heard of such a thing you know I look back at my own perception of things and like I was super ignorant like and no I do fuck that I blame it on my group my brain and like my sorry hold on hold on hold on hold on oh the lads the lads the lads have descended upon the pod. Gotta love the lads. Unfortunately, I have to walk to work, so we might run into another group of lads. That's okay. That's so funny. I know. It's like you, me, and Katie. You, me, and Katie? I was like, ooh, give me the tea. Yeah, give me the tea. What's going on with Katie? Is she okay? Is she okay? Is she a whore? Is she walking with crutches? <laughs> After you, me, went through Katie? Oh, my gosh. Oh, God. Okay, yeah, help the homeless. Like, it shouldn't be that difficult. Maybe we're just, like, liberal blowhards, but, like, honestly, I fucking believe in that. Yeah, for sure. And, like, what I was saying before um, the lads cut us off, (laughs) I used to be super ignorant, and and my... I blame my parents because my dad's a fucking racist motherfucker. And he would be like, oh, they just, they're just drug addicts. So like for a long time, I was like, these people are drug addicts. Like they just want money for drugs and like, they're not going to get help because they're drug addicts. But it's like a lot of the time homelessness leads to them using drugs. Like it's not the other way around. And a lot of the times it's just, it has nothing to do with any of that. Like, how many times have you been hard-pressed? Like, if you weren't with Tristan, how many times do you think that you would have been, like, maybe a few days away from having to reconsider your options, you know? Not yeah, all for of sure. us have a fallback plan. Yeah. So. Oh, I'm sorry. Belfast is, like, the loudest city of all time. That is so funny. No, I love it. I love it. Okay. Also, we have to tell the listeners they're going to fucking laugh at me so hard. We have to tell the listeners that I literally was like, hey, do you know the Titanic ship? Was <laughs> oh, my fucking God. So I was living in a, a neighborhood of Belfast called Sailor Town. And every time Nick would call me, I would show her, like, the view. And I'd be like, those cranes there, that's where the Titanic was built. <laughs> every time. And Nicole, in her infinite fucking wisdom... <laughs> 
after this whole ocean gate thing happened one i think we're all going to hell after the memes all came out of that like oh i have some tweets that i want to read because (laughs) okay we're all going to hell and that's totally fine but after all of that happened nicole's like did you know that the titanic was built in belfast and i'm like yes yes motherfucker i did isn't it cra- I used to live in Titanic Quarter. I was like, oh my god, I just need to put two and two together. I showed you the cranes on the phone numerous times. I know, but I feel like I was more in- enthralled in like the actual landscape that I just overlooked the cranes. Okay, but that's the part that got me. When you said that, I was just like, bitch, are you joking? Have you ever listened to me? yes i did i just never let like it just never sunk in and then i was like watching all of these videos obviously because it's like a huge thing now and then i was like oh my god just lives there yeah <laughs> oh my god i feel so bad for recording the pod while walking to work um I'm it's fine we, we make it work we make it work i'm always free after work and then maybe i might have a little bit of a guest star Oh, hi, a little guest star. Yeah, I gotta tell you something. There's this fella at my job, and he's just like, I just gotta be honest with you, I'm not gonna sleep with you. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> why? And he's like, I don't sleep with people who get around. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, I'm like, did you come over to my house to tell me that I'm a slut? Yeah. No, I just thought, like, we had to have this conversation. I was like, we really didn't. Yeah, no. Hmm. Like, anyway. Could have been a, not a, a conversation at that. Uh... Yeah, we could have left it at that. Like, you could have just not done it. Like, <laughs> Oh, my God. Oh, Men are know. so weird. Men are very weird. Do you want to hear All some right. of these tweets? Well, hold on. Okay, this is, like, too loud for me, and I'm not, like, loving this vibe. Let me... If you, hello, podcast listeners, if you give me about 10 minutes, I can hail a cab and I can get into town without having to bother with all this. And then we can continue the episode if that's all right. Okay. Sounds good. Slight pause. Okay. Be right back. And we're back. And we're back. (laughs) Yeah, well, wasn't it entertaining while we weren't here? For two seconds. Okay. Let me tell you guys. So I had to run because I had to run into work and Belfast is loud. And then I walked outside of work and then they're like, we need you in right now. So then I ran into work, whatever. Oh, I, to shift. I got off at a time that is not. <laughs> what time was it? Oh, Jesus. Like one thirty in the morning when I got Ew. home. I know. Uh, <laughs> that time's at like nine. Like that's not. No. Anyway, so we did all that stuff. I got off work. Fine. Okay. So then there's like a couple of like little things. Little little misdemeanors that have happened in the meantime. Nick is hearing this for the first time. I'm so excited for you to hear this. There's this fella that I work with. Okay. Okay. Obviously going through the shits. We all know that I'm bipolar. This person that I work with is nuttier than I am, even though I'm diagnosed. <laughs> oh, hang on. Like, Hello, dog? Sorry, can I go on? He's okay. nuttier than you are? Probably nuttier than I am. I was like, cool, like I'll help this brother out, whatever. Anyways, we were just doing a staff thing tonight, 
could, I told you I could record any time in the morning, but morning for you is afternoon for me and whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I wait until 2 p.m. to text you every day because I know that 2 p.m. for me is 9 a.m. for you. So <laughs> that's probably <laughs> good, but yeah, I know. If anybody ever accuses me of not being considerate, anyways, we're out, we're playing pool, and I was like making a joke before, and I was like, oh, you got a crap shot. And I was, like, kicking the bottom of, like, the pool cue. I did it one time. Just to fuck with them. Just to fuck with them. Like, I did it one time. Fine. Second time, I'm sitting, and I'm just, like, watching them play pool. And then he, Mm -hmm. there was a crowd of guys that walked by, and somebody's jacket caught the end of his pool cue and fucked it up. And then he turns around, (laughs) and he goes, hey, listen up. That's not fucking funny. Stop doing that. Seriously. Stop it. It's not fucking funny. Grow up and learn some respect. And I looked at him. I was like, <laughs> what? Okay. I was like, okay. <laughs> Anyways, so I left. But just for fun, my ex-boyfriend is a bouncer. And I walked downstairs. And I was like, somebody was mean to me. He's like, I'll fucking kill them. No. <laughs> oh, my God. It's the same place your ex works. Yeah, it's Trevor. Stop. <laughs> so then Trevor's like, I'll fucking kill him. Who is he? And I was like, okay, that, that's too much. I'm just looking for a cab. <laughs> Anyways, he's just like, no, seriously. Like, I'll, like, who? And I was like, no, 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 no. It's not that bad. Like, this guy decided to have a little temper tantrum and speak to me like that. I'll deal with it in the weeks too. And then he's like, oh, plotting voice. And I was like, yeah. Yes. Anyways, so I left, and now I'm back home. <laughs> so you're Have scheming. I plotted anything? No, I haven't. But do I think that's disrespectful as fuck? Like, I just don't think that you should ever scream at somebody ever. I just don't think that there's a good reason. I hate when people raise their voice unless they, there's a good reason. Like, you know, sometimes like, there's a hey, good reason. there's that truck coming. Yeah, you know what I mean? That's a good fucking reason to yell, but, like, there is no reason why you can't have a civilized conversation with your tone of voice at a regular, regular level. I got to the point where I was like, are you reprimanding me? Like, (laughs) in my, I didn't say this out loud, but, like, in my gut, I was like, you're reprimanding me. And so I was like, okay, daddy, good night. Anyways, he sent me a text saying, are you huffing? And I was like, huffing what? What do you mean? <laughs> what do you fucking mean? I'm so sick and tired of these fucking boys running around acting like they own shit when they don't. I'm fucking pissed right off. And I'll die on that goddamn hill. I don't care. Even if I was the one who kicked his pool cue, take a fucking joke. Yeah, for real. Take a chill take pill. A take a joke. Like, calm down. It's not that big of a deal. Take a little breather and reconsider. Oh, my God. Like, I can't he yelled at you. Oh, dude. And I, like, I don't know if you've ever seen me and when I'm being yelled at, but, like, I don't respond well to it. Like, I just shut down. Like, I'm quiet. Mm-hmm. And I leave. And it's nice to be an adult because, like, I'm quiet and I'm leaving. Where yeah. are you going? None of your fucking business. Yeah. See yeah. it ever. Like, I'm not even having that confrontation with anybody. So I just left. And then, like, 
my ex bless his fucking heart is doing the door and I was like I can't find a fucking Uber can you get me a cab he's like obviously darling I'll get you a cab gets me a cab Mm. and then he's just like listen like if he's fucking with you I was like yeah you hitting him is gonna do nothing I want to go home and I don't want to sit and think about whatever the fuck situation is happening you're like yeah just get me the fuck out of here and I'll be good yeah and like and he's mad at me. Like, my ex is mad, mad at me. So, because we couldn't figure it out. Like, we were main, like we were meaning to have an argument, but we didn't. This is so personal. I'm so sorry. But, like, <laughs> we were meaning to have an argument. We just never had it. And, like, we mm-hmm. love Trevor. Everybody knows that we love Trevor. But mm-hmm. I, I just can't stand to be yelled at. Like, that is the first and last time. Like, that person never has any fucking scope in my life ever again. And I think that it's, I was thinking about, and I know that this is, like, so deep and dark, but the way that we grew up, like, and the way that our friendship was solidified mm-hmm. was through a lot of that. Oh, fuck, yeah. We're trauma bonded to screaming by our, getting screamed at by our parents. Yeah. That's craziness. That's why, yeah. like, there's two things about me. Like, I will stay calm if you're calm. I won't mm-hmm. be the first one to raise my voice. But then the other's part of me is like if you go loud I will go fucking louder oh and I'm bipolar and that's the other thing that like I was meaning to say is that like if you go loud I will go Kanye yeah exactly and that's the part of me I'm trying to like work on and and realize like okay and I hate when people say being the bigger person because it's not being the bigger person like if if you're justified in the way that you're acting and you can live with the way that you acted afterwards then who gives a fuck like if you want to scream at someone and whip someone's ass and you can peacefully sleep at night after that none of my business but like I could never so I'm trying to like always go in level-headed because I will pop off but it's not good for me because then I spend the next like 24 hours after I calm down like analyzing my hangover yeah and analyzing everything and like did I do this wrong did I like was I in there like the the guilt that comes after I fucking pop off is insane so I'm trying to like not do that because it's it's not good for me and I I haven't done it in a while but like yell at me loud and I will come back at you 10 times fucking louder I have always been like a strong proponent of I don't think that there's any, any situation where you should be yelling unless it's for help. Yeah. Right? Like, I don't think people should raise their voice that octave unless there is a, an immediate danger situation. And people don't understand me when I say that, but it's like, I don't care what I did to you. I don't care what you did to me, but like, you cannot yell at me. You can communicate, can start through that, but I, I will not stand by for this yelling. Because people like to use it as a tool. And I absolutely fucking despise it. Because it scares me. You know? And, like, I honestly think, too, that, like, that hangover that you feel after... And not, like, a drinking hangover. I mean, like, the the emotions that you feel after you, like, say your piece and really share yourself mm-hmm. with somebody like that. Like, that can be one of the most damaging moments of you second-guess yourself. You think, like, Mm -hmm. am I in the wrong and all this other shit? And, like, it's so toxic for people that finally exert themselves and play that same game to feel like, I shouldn't have done that. Yeah, well. I'm just going to say this. The situation I was in was not be-all-end-all because I know that people are stuck all over the fucking world with situations where it's much, much, much worse. 
I will always stand by the premise that if you ever undermine, condescend, if you ever treat me like I'm too stupid to understand the fucking rules of the game, if you raise your voice, if you ever talk down to me, you're out. Mic drop. Yeah. And I don't get a hangover from that. Like, sometimes I feel like, ooh, I kind of, like, shot that opportunity in the foot. Why would I want an opportunity from somebody who speaks to me like that? And I think it's, like, coming into your own and learning your own boundaries, too. Because it's, like, a lot of the time, you know, when you're a kid, you just go along with what your parents want you to do or whatever. And in my case, specifically, I grew up in a very, like, toxic environment. So for me as an adult, like, I've had to unlearn all of those, like, toxic things, you know? Yeah. But I feel like, I don't know. I feel. Oh, I absolutely agree with that. But I also think, too, that, like, like treat everybody how you would want to be treated. That's why I never yell at anybody. Oh, that's, like, the number one thing. And I had shitty-ass parents, but I always remember them telling me, like, you have to treat people how you want to be treated. So that's literally how I have lived my entire life and I still feel like that's how the world should view things because yeah I just think it's shocking when people take liberties against me but it's it's like do you not think that I am not like I'm a thousand times stronger a thousand times bigger I'm a thousand times more so you taking liberties on me is not you reprimanding me for shitty behavior that's not what this is this is you trying to get a leg up on me over me and I know that like I'm not talking about like accolades like degrees and things like that I I just mean like you see me being happy and making a joke and so when you tell a joke to me that I don't think is very funny uh it's like oh you like you don't get it like you can't take a joke and then when I make a joke that I'm being yelled at it's like your masculinity can't handle it okay good for you sorry your penis is too fucking small sorry your penis is too fucking small I'm out here with a big old fucking 12 incher big time silicone baby doll and I got a girl who fucking likes me I'm pretty sure because she texts me every day and I think she likes me aww Um, that's so cute I know I'm about it I'm about it a young love Ew, I hate that you said that. But, like, it's so cute that you guys met and are talking during Pride Month. Isn't that wild? Like, somebody was telling me that I'm, like, what is it? I'm, like, showboating. Like, I did this, like, strategic. Somebody actually told me, like, are you strategically being more gay-leading by during Pride Month? And I was, like, I didn't get the opportunity to pick this person when I'm picked this person I met this person I asked for her insta and I started texting her yeah happened it's divine fucking timing baby I know but people are acting like I'm doing this like no fuck them I don't know what do you think of that though I know that like a lot of people play by but like I am by here's my take on bisexuals I think yes obviously it's a thousand percent possible to be bisexual and to have an interest in in men and women but do I think people will always lean more towards one than the other yes absolutely like I think if you're bi and you had an option between a guy and a girl like I I feel like you would sway one one way more than the other does that make sense oh yeah yeah, for sure 
That's my take. Oh, no, I get you. Like, it's a spectrum, right? Yeah, um, for sure. When I was looking into this, too, there's, like, gay, romantic, heterosexual people. Or heteroromantic gay or like uh homosexual people like um like the way that your like your sex drive and your emotional side work are different so like the spectrum is wide wider than I ever imagined it I never think about it because like I just meet somebody and I'm like cool she's dead on and like she's gorgeous and I think about her all the fucking time and when she texts me I get like fucking pussy flutters you know oh you get the fanny flutters yeah little pussy quivers yeah i know it's so awful it's awful because like every time she texts me i'm like oh my god i wonder what she's doing (laughs) Uh, (laughs) and so like you get that but then like at the same time too i've always been a very heteronormative presenting person for such a long time yeah but so am i like you anybody on the street would think i'm straight well, straight up. You're, like, the most I guess you're a straight gay person I know, but, like, that's not right. Um, uh, I guess the definition would be a lips- lipstick lesbian, I guess. You are a lipstick lesbian. If I was anything, I'd be, um, bipolar, <laughs> bisexual. I'm bipolar, bilingual, and bisexual. Oh, my God. Yes, you are. So when people say bye, I say which one? That's your slogan. <laughs> That's your official slogan. My God. I love that uh, so much. Uh, well, such is life. What you and Tristan have are is like a very solidified, very real, real thing. And I feel like I'm on the cusp of it. And it's not for my lack of loving people around me. I just finally think that like I'm cutting out all the shit in my life that doesn't actually work you yell at me you're done I'm not giving you a second chance why would I yeah and you know what's so funny about that speaking of like yelling and parents my dad oh my god okay he is like the tiniest man you will ever meet I've met him and I feel I've met him I feel so bad that I introduced you to my father (laughs) He took me in when I ran away from home, so. <laughs> oh, my God. That was one time. <laughs> oh, my God. You're a cartoon character. I love it. <laughs> but, like, he, okay, so he, I think, I think he yells so loud to make up for how small he is, but he just doesn't realize that he's been doing it our entire lives, and my brother's. They literally will just tune him out at this point. Like, it doesn't even matter to them that he's screaming. They don't listen. Like, it's just counterproductive, honestly. It's, um, I wouldn't say, like, counterproductive, but I would say it's just, like, you become immune. But I think that girls and boys deal with the same thing differently. I think that boys are just like, okay, and then what? We're going to have a fist fight in the yard? And then girls are more like, I can't. No. Like, I need to evacuate the premises. The way that you grow up, I honestly think that, um, and I did have a fantastic childhood, but, like, some things stick like shit. Oh, for sure, man. Yeah, and especially, like, with your brothers, too, like, saying, like, no, no, no. Like, I'm I'm almost 30, and it still affects me that I'm, I'm choosy with what I say around certain people. Yeah. I think, like, 
both of us are just at a point in our life where we're like, fuck your bad vibes, bro. Like, I don't want anything but good vibes and positivity around me. Exactly. And then some people say like, oh, you're so optimistic. I'm not optimistic. I'm not looking forward to something. I'm saying that right now could be a little bit better if you just shut the fuck up. (laughs) You know what? so much better if some people just shut the fuck up I t- honestly next time that I go to the doctor for a Xanax prescription I'm gonna say and I have considered shutting the fuck up yes <laughs> like everybody needs to chill the fuck out <sighs> such is life I just don't want to yell like I don't because if you want me to yell back I will yell back but then I'm gonna look crazy so fine I'm just gonna yell into a podcast that by the way, mm-hmm. how many subscribers are we at? Subscribers, it's downloads. So, like all of our episodes together, we have over 300 downloads and listens. I'm living, laughing, and loving for everybody who listens to this. I know. I was like so shocked. I, I remember thinking, who the fuck is going to listen to our crazy antics? But apparently, everyone just loves us and we love you right back. Explain to me how this is crazy. This is not crazy. I'm bipolar. She's a lesbian. This is perfectly normal. <laughs> it's entertainment. We bring the people what they want. Okay. If that's what they want, I will put a picture of my tits out on our private story. But you have to subscribe to the Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Subscribe, bitches. Oh, my God. One of my friends is asking me if I can film some OnlyFans content for him. And I was like, what do you mean? Whatever. And I thought he meant, like, be a co-star. And he's like, no, just, like, hold the camera. And I was like, aw. But then in my... <laughs> oh, my God. He wants you to but be it's his... Not because it's not because I want to do him or anything. It's just, like, do you not think that I'm, like, photo-ready? <laughs> you... <laughs> the offers you get blow my mind. Hey, do you do you want to be my, like, um porn videographer? Dude, I'm so good at making the weirdest friends. It's so unhinged. <laughs> uh, oh except for God. Pierce. He was a, he's a goodie. Mm. We love Pierce. It wouldn't be a podcast unless we mentioned Pierce. I know. Pierce is such a sweetheart. Oh, so he had texted me today, and I'm not going to say exactly what he said, but he said... I, you know, I'm talking to this girl, and my response, because I'm such a supportive friend, I'm gonna read it to you. He had texted me about somebody, whatever, and I said, Oh my god, yes, eat her butthole. <laughs> and he goes, Haha, maybe. <laughs> oh my god, he's so funny. <laughs> I'm just like Paris. I'm just taking the fucking piss out of you, mate. Like, yeah. He's like, literally. Oh my god, he thought you were serious. Stop. <laughs> That's so funny. I, I like went into my local pot shop today, and I'm literally just like buddies with them in there now because I go so frequently. And uh, <laughs> so, do. yeah. So I was shooting the shit up with one of the guys and. We were just talking about how goddamn smoky it is here again here today. And I was like, oh, you want to hear something so funny? And they were like, yeah. And so I told them how um, I was talking to you the other day and you live in Ireland. 
and how Pierce was like asking about the smoke and how he was like, oh my God, wouldn't it be so funny if like a pot field caught on fire and everybody was stoned, blah, 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 blah. And you were like, well, no, because it's not even good harvesting season. <laughs> and they just fucking died laughing, Jazz. They were dying. <laughs> <laughs> because of my response? Yeah. He was like, you were like, uh, it's not even good harvesting season. So. <laughs> yeah, you're just basically burning bud that's not good and ready. Whatever. Just leave it alone. <laughs> yeah, they were laughing so hard. I was like, okay, have a good day. See you guys later. Oh my god. There was somebody that I'm not going to tell you who, but like, I'm not going to tell you I know them either. But this person, I know that they listen to the podcast. I'm talking about you, motherfucker. I'm talking to this person and they're like, oh my god, you do drugs? And I was like, yeah. It's like, smoking weed is a drug, you know that. And I was like, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And? And that's what your family does? Your family is basically a bunch of drug dealers. I was like, no, no, no. Drug lords. Different. <laughs> Anyways. It's just like... And like, by drugs, we mean marijuana. Which is legal in Canada, so everything that I'm talking about is legal. <laughs> He's just like, oh my god, what happens if you get caught? And I was like, nothing. We make a lot of money. I was like, why are you fucking talking this shit to me? Are you a virgin? And he looks at me, and I was like, oh my god. <laughs> Stop. You're a virgin, are you? And I was like, I've done hand stuff, and I was like, I meant about drugs. <laughs> Oh my god. That poor guy. (laughs) He had no idea what he was getting into when he started a conversation with me, to be fair. Oh. I don't think most people do. I don't even understand what the fuck I'm talking about most of the time. You surprise everybody. Oh, I'm shocking. I'm shocking. Oh, I'm shocking for sure. <laughs> oh, my fucking God. Yeah, no, I, uh, you never know what's going on with me. It's all, a little bit all over the place. But, guys, let me tell you something. I have decided, and Nicole, you better get on board, or um, it's going to be your fault that we haven't been able to do this. We're going to start backlogging. Loking? Backlogging. Logging? Backlogging episodes so that we are. A okay on time, and then for Patreon, I was thinking, Nicole, that I'm gonna start doing specials because when I'm in the mood to do it and it's way too early for you to be awake, yeah, I'm gonna start doing stuff. Um, do it, do uh, it, do it exactly. I want to start like dumping out content because, like, we went way too long without releasing an episode, and I feel so so bad. I know, me too. And your girl got a job. Okay, hold on. You didn't fucking tell me that. Do you want to start with that next time, dick? Oh, fuck. Sorry. Um, <laughs> I got a job. And what are you doing? It's, um, so I'm working for, I feel so posh and, like, important. I'm working for two. No- for you. Yeah, so I don't know what my well, I do know my schedule. It's gonna be eight to four thirty Monday to Friday, but I don't have an official start date yet. 
Um, so yeah, we gotta we gotta make a bunch of episodes and and fucking archive. Yeah, but that actually works for us because like once you get off, so if we do the time. Oh my god, look at us just like planning our schedule live on air with our listeners. <laughs> okay, so for me, nine a.m. for you is three or two p.m. for me. So then, if you work till four thirty, what is Toronto's two p.m. and wait, Toronto's six p.m. in Ireland. I'm not saying it's stupid. I'm just ah, uh, still sounds. It's like it's one o'clock in Toronto. You have no shit. What? Okay, what is Toronto's? Okay, so, okay, imagine this. So, it's 2 p.m. for me when it's 9 a.m. for you. So, then add... Five hours? Nine hours. If you're going to be working eight... If you're going to be working eight till 4.30, you're going to need time to drive home, time to smoke a bowl, time to... Wife. (laughs) So, what time is that? So, that's 6 p.m. your time. Well, it's 6.30 here now. What time is it for you? Oh, my God. It's the middle of the night. It's midnight. Oh, so we're going to have to start recording at 11 p.m., which is fine because that's when I get off work. Oh, okay. Or, and or, since we're going to be backlogging episodes, we could do, do you work every Sunday? Pretty much, yeah. What the tits, man? What the kits? The tits. T-I-T-S. I got two. How many do you need? I don't understand why you have to work all the time. Oh my god. Somebody the other day said to me and I can't get over this compliment. It was a homeless guy and he was just like I was like, are you okay? And he's like, I don't need money. I need those tits. No. I'm not joking, Nicole. I flashed my boobs and he's like, carry on. (laughs) That's the best story ever. (laughs) Carry on. I'm so proud of myself. <laughs> I knew that he was like, yeah, she's packing nothing. Get on with it. Oh, my God. Okay, you remember how earlier in this episode we talked about how BB Rexa got a cell phone thrown under her head? Yes. Okay. Pink had someone's mom's ashes thrown at her. At her- <laughs> no, I'm not kidding. She it's literally- about time. Dude, she picked up the because they come in like a clear plastic bag. It literally just she picked it up. And she was like, "This is your mom." <laughs> I don't know how I feel about this. I fucking love people, dude. They make no sense. So, like, one, pink, hilarious, and two, bitches, stop throwing shit at your performers. Bitches, stop throwing shit. Like, I don't understand why everyone in the world is like, I'm going to throw shit on stage. Are you looking it up? No, I'm actually sexting. And by sexting, by sexting, I mean, I'm just texting somebody back saying, no, I got my Uber Eats. I'm okay. Thank you. (laughs) Oh, my God. What'd you get on Uber Eats? Um, Okay, so here's something that you... I didn't want to tell the pod, but I will tell the pod. Guys, I did the Lord's work last night.
was hard pressed at their house and needed to come over. Nothing squirrely happened. Um, we slept in the same bed, whatever. Woke up. But I woke up with that same feeling of after having a one night stand, but I didn't actually have said one night stand. So I just woke up. I was like, oh, I'm starving. All the emotional talk about your interpersonal relationships made me so hungry. I ordered hot wings at 8 o'clock in the morning. Oh, my God. Did I eat them? No, I didn't. I ordered it. It was delivered to my house, but I was fast back asleep. Anyways, slept most of the day. Invited this person over. Well, I didn't invite him over. He invited himself and then decided to spend the entire day showing me comedy videos, which was hilarious. And then he yelled at me. Now the same person who was going through shits last night is coming back over tonight. And he's like, do you need anything to eat? And I said, no, I'm fine. I ordered some hot wings. He's like, when? And I said, 8 a.m. this morning. And he said, you're fucking insane. <laughs> he's not wrong. Do you like wings hot and cold? I like them cold in temperature, hot in spice. Okay, that makes sense. I really, really like hot sauce. Like, I'm a hot food person. I uh, like hot sauce to I'm a, a spicy point. person. And oh, Tristan, no, no. I, I'll do it until I cry. I don't give a fuck. Oh my god, doesn't that fuck with your stomach after? What's the difference? I have IBS anyway. Like, <laughs> oh my god, Tristan's the same way though. Like, she fucking loves wings, and I swear to God, she'll eat them hot. She'll eat them cold. Well, she I don't come back to Canada. Me and Tristan are just gonna go out for wings and talk shit about you. But there's no good wing places anymore. They shut down the best ones, so. Hooters? I know it's dumb. No, not Hooters, but they did close Hooters, too. Okay. Hooters had good wings. Like, let's just cut the shit. Wait, wait, wait. Is Hooters still a thing, though? It's still a thing. There's just not one in Barry. Okay, because honestly, I'm fucking a 26-year-old lesbian, and I've never been to Hooters. Holy shit, we're going to Toronto. Next time I I know. Me and Tristan are both like, we need to go to... She's so fucking pissed that we never went to the Hooters in Barrie, though, because the patio was so pretty. It was, like, on the water, and you got to see tits, like... Oh, my God. I'll tell you who after, but you wouldn't have liked it because most of the people who worked there were people who went to high school with. No way. Mm Mm-hmm. Stop it. I'll tell you who after, but... That's so wild. I'll tell you now if you want to edit it out. Okay, yeah, tell me. Okay, me. <laughs> you worked there? Of course I did. But I didn't have the hooters, but I had the badonk donk. We so funny. I'm going to have to let you go in a minute. Is this enough for an episode? Because I don't know to eat. <laughs> so on socials, you'll find me at Jazz Grossma on most things, except for Twitter and Facebook and basically just Instagram and TikTok. I put up another TikTok. I don't know if you saw it. It was fucking funny. Um, no, I didn't. Oh, look at that. That's fucking so funny. Okay. I'll go um, so, Chicks Talking Pish on yes. most things. Go follow the fan accounts. Go follow our Patreon. We need to get on it with the Patreon. I think we need to open up a Discord, too, because I want to have a little chit-chat with most people here. Yeah, that would be uh, so fun. Also, um, like we have a ton of things, so go click the link in our bio. But we also have a Facebook page, a group that you can join. I just posted about the the Duggars in there, so if you're into that, go and join and chat with me. 
And guys, we have homework. And it's not just me who has homework. It's the followers who have homework. We all collectively need to watch it this week so that when I actually watch it this week, which I promise, um, we will have something to talk about next week because we're getting into the Duggars moment next week. Yes, yes. A full Duggars moment. Also, I know you hate downloading new apps on your phone, but if you download the Patreon app, you can post on it like it's like your TikTok and our followers can message us and yeah, it'll just be like a fun extra little place. I straight the fuck up hate it, but do it for the listeners. I mean, I know, do it, but uh, if you also send us messages on Instagram, uh, TikTok, Instagram, TikTok, yeah, obviously send us a message. We're very responsive, except to each other. No, But you're dealing with two time zones here, so if you ever send us a message at 4 o'clock in the morning, it might be 1 o'clock in the afternoon for me, so I don't give a fuck, I'll answer. Yeah, literally, the time zone thing throws me off sometimes, but regardless, we love you guys. Sorry this episode's late. We're going to get our shit together. Promise. We are getting our shit together currently. Currently, yes. And it's always. Nicole's fault. It's my fault. It's my fault. It's all been my fault. I'm so sorry. <laughs> but Nicole needs to figure it out. I need to figure it out. Oh, Nicole, it's me. <laughs> okay. okay. I love, I love you. you so much, Ken. I got to text you so much shit right now. <laughs> Thank you for tuning into Chicks Talking Pitch. We'll t-